Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a proud participant in our democracy. The lines were long and the enthusiasm was high among voters at Fenway Park this weekend. I wanted to vote at Fenway because we've all been cooped up inside for a little bit. And I got my donkeys and I'm ready to vote for Joe Biden, but I wish I was voting for Bernie Sanders. But it's a team sport. <laughs> If I tell you how many family members that got sent to, <laughs> I think it was the only video I've ever sent to my cousin who lives in Vermont. And I said, do you see this? And she goes, I got that hours ago. I was like, <laughs> like that never happens. What? I got my donkeys. I mean, everything about, I mean, I thought, I thought she was a legend, not to use the word, but I thought this one was a legend. And then she said she would have preferred Bernie if she's voting for Joe anyway. She's just doing it all right. Ugh. Voting at Fenway really is a fantasy. Like, donkeys, even if you have to pay for the donkeys, not even free donkeys. Donkeys, Fenway. Ah, oh. gorgeous. Perfect. What I did think, I was like, I was a little disappointed that she got the medium and not the large. And then I realized <laughs> she's waiting 10 hours to vote. She can't really <laughs> afford the bladder space, you know? Also, like, I don't even know. Is it colder there? It might have been a little cold for an ice standing it's in chilly. a line. I could see. If you're, if, if you're doing an ice and it's like early fall, you got to be on the move. You can't be standing still. <laughs> Do you agree? I, oh, I, I agree. Okay. You but, be you know, move. she's standing still. She's waiting in line to vote. Right. So when I get my ice, even in the winter, I get ice sometimes. Ooh, and you got to be on the move. You got to build up some body heat. <laughs> I'm looking at my vote. I got my new voter ID thing. You know, the, the cards that you get to like, so you can take in your, so you can show them really quickly and know exactly which like booth you're going yeah, to. Yeah, that's you know? good. That saves you like it so you time. much time. <laughs> Oh, I know. I did the poll. I did the poll worker training. training. I know. Yeah, yeah. I did did the poll worker training, and now I'm like, I'm gonna be so bad at this. But the point is, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do early voting. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, oh, I got all these things, and I can't wait to do early voting. I got all my things, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. She inspired me. I'm gonna get a Duncan for the early voting line in case there's. Oh, treat yourself to a sticker and a Dunkies. Are you kidding? Oh my god. You know, honestly, normal podcasts would just tell you to vote. This podcast gives you like a full banter, a full voting propaganda banter at the top Go of the Go vote show. for Joe Biden. But before you vote for Joe Biden, get your donkeys. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. You're done. <laughs> get your just dun- get your donkeys. Just no, don't forget to vote. <laughs> what if you got yeah, your donkeys forget and vote. forgot to vote? I just don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Wait, before we start, 
We always do this at the end of the show, but I also want to do it at the top of the show in case you're not aware, in case you don't make it to the end of the episodes. We do have a Patreon. It does have two bonus episodes a week. Yes, we do things like read Mariah Carey's memoirs and talk about it. Yes, we do things like DVD commentary where we talk over a movie and then you can watch the movie and like listen to us talk about it at the same time. Iconic. Yes, we have another phone. We have another phone line. Yes, we do another VIP phone line episode just for the Patreons. And if you like this podcast and want to support Support us you should go check it out and enjoy that stuff okay that's it now back yeah. to the show i was looking at the exit surveys because people can like write why they're not no longer subscribing oh yeah when people say there's just too much content <laughs> but i saw well someone's like there's too much stuff but the, yeah. the funniest one i saw recently was it just said boring <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> it's the same show okay i but the fact that it just said boring made it made me almost suspect that it was someone who didn't really who wasn't familiar with the normal show and they just like he showed up on the patreon that'd be confusing i'll try this yeah this is boring yeah maybe you'll like the patreon better maybe you'll like the patreon only i don't know that'd be weird but sure let's move on to two bits of breaking news number one exclusive from page six lily james cancels today's show appearance amid dominic west drama great smart smart this is an an instance of a mid that makes sense well here's the thing she should this is causal she should be promoting Rebecca, which comes out on Wednesday on Netflix. But honestly, what she's doing is promoting it <laughs> in her own special way. So honestly, it's kind of like she did do the promotion by getting her name in the press in another way, even though it's not promoting Rebecca. Is it not promoting Rebecca? It kind of is promoting Rebecca because I'm out here being it, like, when's Rebecca coming out? It kind of is. <laughs> I mean, I just read is. a... I just read the wildest movie review of all time without going too far into it. That was like, Rebecca, I mean, most of the reviews of Rebecca are not all that positive, but I just read a really positive one that was like, Lily, Lily James, I'm quoting here, wipes the floor with Joan Fontaine. Okay, that, the, the imagery version. there is so rude. <laughs> wipes the floor. With Joan Fontaine. Full disrespect. Just disrespect. Disrespectful. <laughs> Review, colon. Lily James wipes the floor with Joan Fontaine and new Rebecca remake. Did you actually read mm-hmm. the review and see like where that like wording comes from? Oh yeah, because they say they say that I mean that the, they say that Joan Fontaine's performance is too measured, prim and proper. And that Lily James is doing a little more. That it's, she says at some point, it's like, Joan Fontaine just seems like she's a nervous wreck the whole time. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's the, the whole character. <laughs> That's the character. She's like, get me out of this house. I know. Who is this Rebecca woman? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next news. The actual breaking news. This the actual is, breaking news. This is actually breaking as I didn't of, follow through. You did an email back. I didn't follow back. through. You I got nervous. respond to this email. I okay, thought we, it would have been rude. We got an email. I don't want to do this either, but it is nice to share on the pod. We often get emails that are interview requests. I don't know. Sometimes we're like, what? Sometimes we're like, hmm, interesting. This one, Jordan Sparks interview. It seems like a lifetime away, but right around the corner. So I wanted to get on your radar early. Checking in to see if there would be any interest interviewing Jordan Sparks on Thursday, November 12th. Details surrounding the media day are below. Please let me know if you'd like to coordinate a time slot. And I'm like, interesting. Like, keeps reading. You know, like, never going to do this, but keeps reading. Maybe they heard our Red Sangria coverage and they yeah, knew we were fans. Totally, you know? totally fine. Like, what is it? Do we get some free sangria? What's going on here? Headline, Jordan Sparks live from America's largest indoor water park resort. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm still reading. Like the rest of the... <laughs> 
like, <laughs> sound like the whole situation guys. is a red flag. It's red sangria. <laughs> the oh whole my thing. God. Like the rest of the world, multi-platinum recording artist and actress Jordan Sparks has been stuck at home for a while. Like the rest of the world. Wait, I'm sorry. It repeats. <laughs> It repeats like the rest of the world. Like the rest of the world, she's probably watched a lot of TV, gone to know her way around the kitchen, is starring hey, in a new... This is, t- I didn't realize how badly written this was. Is starring in a new TV show, dropped a new EP, Sounds Like Me, and in a music video, Red Sangria. Okay, maybe she's not just like the rest of us, but as a mom to a two-and-a-half-year-old boy, Sparks knows how to enjoy family time. And just like the rest of us, she's always looking for a place to take the family for a change of scenery and to burn off some energy while having a blast. I'm like, is that the water park? Sparks is available the water for an interview from the America's largest indoor water park resort to discuss how she has been spending time in quarantine, including... These are the three ways that she is spending time. And these are the things that she's willing to talk about. Okay. One, creating at home. (laughs) Her new EP plus parenting during a pandemic. How she's found ways to entertain son DJ. Two, Jordan's participation. (laughs) Can you believe that? (laughs) No, this is so stupid. You can't tell me that something is embargoed by just putting it in an email. Wait. That's not how this works. Like, I'm sorry, you can't send me an email and say, hey, Jordan Sparks is going to be a Don't tell anyone until November 12th. I didn't even want this email. If, I didn't agree to this if email. If Jordan is performing at an, a water park, she's definitely okay with the We're not even at number three yet. Why she's at the opening of Kalahari's newest resort and what safety precautions are in place to make everyone comfortable. First of all, number three should be the lead. Why is Jordan Sparks live from America's largest indoor water park? And why is the theme of this email trying to get me to talk to her about it that Jordan Sparks is live from an indoor water park, the number one place I am not going. Right. This is a water park where you're smashing. Like, you can't control the speed of the water sometimes. You're smashing into other bodies. Everyone's, right. like, exhaling a lot. I mean, this is a okay. nightmare situation. America's largest outdoor it's water humid. park resort, I would maybe think differently. But this is America's largest indoor water park resort. Every single word in the description of this water park is bad. America, bad. Largest, terrible. Indoor, are you kidding me? Water park, have you heard of brain amoeba? Terrible. Resort. (laughs) No. Have you heard of like aerosolized virus particles? Hitching a ride on little bits of water, like isn't it? Isn't humidity worse? I thought humidity was worse. Oh my also, god! Jordan Sparks at Schlitterbahn? Maybe I'm interested. Maybe I'm interested. Jordan Sparks at Kalahari's newest resort? I'm not. Also, did you notice the very clever use of the word resort here? It keeps saying "live from America's largest indoor water park resort." Yeah. Is right. there a difference between the largest yeah. water park and the largest water park resort? I think I mean, so. Otherwise, it, why would that word be, be there? There might be. I'm just saying, uh, not to make this about you know, not to make this about our times, but this person made it about our times. So <laughs> you're not going to tell me you're not if you either you either ignore it and tell me she's at a water park. But you're leaning in. <laughs> you're leaning into this. <laughs> also, I have a problem with sending me an email unsolicited and then telling me it's under embargo. That's not <laughs> okay, the way it Bobby, works. Bobby, only part of it was under embargo. <laughs> the least important part still, of it was under embargo. Still. She starred on Broadway, TV, and film and is the youngest contestant to have won American Idol. Now, 
She's partnered up with Kalahari Resorts and Conventions for National Water Park Day. Folks, oh, yes. give me a round of sound, a ridiculous amount of noise, because the great Jordan Sparks is sitting right here. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, moving on. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. There's so much charmed drama. So oh, my God. You may remember that the CW has a reboot of the show Charmed because we did Spawn for it a couple of years ago. Yeah, and it's also pretty and good. I don't really have an issue with it. Yeah. I watched the first season. Yeah, me um, too. It was fine. It's still on. They're, they, uh, they're currently postponing filming because of the pandemic. You know what? Did you read that article uh, last week that explained, which I did not, I didn't put the pieces together, but you noticed how like a lot of shows people really like and had good ratings were canceled recently, like Glow. Well, because it, because it's really expensive to shoot stuff now, so there's a little bit of I a didn't different realize, strategy. Yeah, I just didn't realize how expensive all the testing and the PPE stuff was. It was like it adds an average of like two to three hundred thousand dollars an episode. All of these new precautions and uh, new rules. Anyway, I didn't realize the 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 money was that. Uh, was that high? The amount was that high? Whatever. No, it's expensive. So, it's expensive. That's what's. Ha- I mean, yeah. Either stuff's getting delayed or stuff that they thought they could make cheap for a smaller audience is now expensive expensive and it's not worth it yeah totally so charmed is going to start shooting its new season in january but charmed Um, wasn't canceled the girls are on it wasn't canceled yeah they're just not shooting right now in the middle of like the height of this i guess is what i'm saying but they are not canceled they're delayed yeah and in the meantime like they're all on hiatus the new cast led by sarah jeffrey and the old cast led by holly marie combs of course they're on hiatus because what else do they have to do yeah it is weird that Holly Marie Combs is like the quote unquote lead of the Charmed Girls, even though the other Charmed Girls are more famous than her. Like sh- that is mm-hmm. her identity as like their group of friends because she doesn't have everyone else, else you know? has been doing a lot of other things for, you know, like you have like everyone else is a little busy. I wouldn't say very busy, but like a little busy. And like mm-hmm. she is because you have you have Alyssa Milano, you have Rose McGowan. You have Shannon Doherty was on Charm too, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and then you have yeah. Holly Marie Combs. But Holly Marie Combs is mainly like the voice of Charmed somehow, the old yeah. Charmed, yeah. Because what's her only other big thing after that? Like Pretty Little Liars. That's about it. Uh, she was on that forever. She was like a mom. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know that to be. I don't know. I believe you. Yeah, totally. So I guess while they have been in pandemic, Holly Marie Combs and Rose McGowan have been spending a lot of time together. And unfortunately, some of that time is spent on Instagram Live. Well, it's kind of iconic that they're still friends, I have to say. Like, a side note, I'm just, like, shocked that these two are still friends. Right? I mean... Note that Alyssa, that, note that Alyssa isn't in any no. of these, like, slumber party videos no, of the two No, she would them. never do that. She, Alyssa Milano knows better. I mean, she's getting slammed for other things, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't do this, I don't think. So they were hanging out and back in the day when the Charmed reboot was announced, all of them sort of had were reached out to for statements, of course, like why wouldn't they be? And they were mostly positive. If, if I think Ugh. Rose McGowan was literally like, I fully support it. Like, good luck to them. Like, happy to pass the torch. Mostly it was just like, whatever, sort of vague expressions of support. Since it's come out, they've been like a little rude about it, but... It sort of bubbled under the radar recently last but week. But rude in a way where you can really tell it's because they're not involved in it. Like that they weren't yeah. asked oh, to yeah. be involved in it. Like that's clearly what the rudeness about. Mm-hmm. And maybe that rudeness stems from Holly Marie Combs, who's the one who like really would want to be involved in the show and does maybe feel very attached to the original show. There's definitely mm-hmm. like that vibe that I get from this. And mm-hmm. then they took it to the next level because you're saying it got a it got a news blip because it – 
what happened? It left Netflix. So all of the original Old seasons Charmed, Charmed left Netflix. Old Charmed were on Netflix. And I feel like I I don't I don't want to speculate about like the monetary kickbacks they got of it but they were probably kind of newly relevant again like you put these old shows on netflix and in many cases they sort of have a little quiet resurgence and correct me if i'm wrong but it has way more to do with relevance than it does with money i don't think yes oh yes yeah. i think the sure. the residuals from something going on netflix are minimal especially compared to the mm-hmm. residuals on television that's a whole other thing like broadcast television but I do think it's more about relevance because you have like mm-hmm. the Friends research and when Friends went on Netflix, it was like Friends, you know, like it yeah. really gives it a new life. And I think it maybe gave the Charmed Girls a bit of a boost. Sure. So all eight seasons are there. They leave on October 1st. They're gone. And so in this video of Holly Marie Combs and Rose McGowan, they're like hanging out in someone's house. They're talking about this. I assume it's alive, so they're getting questions because suddenly oh, they start talking about Oh, it's definitely alive. Charmed. Anything messy is alive. Are you kidding? This is the anything like this that's messy is live. It's it's nighttime. Maybe they've had a couple of drinks. Maybe they've had a little weed. I don't know. But like they're being, they're like they're <laughs> social. They're lubricated. They're lubricated. They're sure. talking a lot. Yeah. And so Holly is complaining about the fact that now that Charmed is off Netflix, the original Charmed is off Netflix. When you search for Charmed, you only get the new one because the new one on is also Netflix. on Netflix. Well, that's such a stupid complaint, but whatever. And so they're like, it's annoying because all these people want to watch us. And then when they search it, they get the new one. And like, I wish we were still there. And then Rose McGowan fully says, it sucks. And the new one sucks. And then she goes on and says, I actually haven't seen it, but I'm assuming that it sucks. Charm left Netflix. I know. I don't know what that means. I think that means me. <laughs> it doesn't mean you. It Possibly means, that they would no. like to suppress the voice. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You have no idea how many sides that shit's coming from. No, I mean, it, I think it means when you search for it, they want you to find the new charm and not the old But it sucks. People. I haven't seen it. I can't say that. I've never seen it. I didn't hear what you said. I said it sucks. <laughs> but I'm happy that people have jobs. <laughs> but it can still suck. So all of them start fighting on Twitter because the new cast member, Sarah Jeffrey, is like, you know what? I've been dealing with this for two years. I do not know why these women keep complaining about our show. And she says, you know, I saw this earlier because I think people were like at Sarah Jeffrey comment, at Sarah Jeffrey comment, at Sarah Jeffrey comment. And she's annoyed. I'm sure. Number one, get offline. Yeah. Number two, if you are, I understand it. So she says, you know, I saw this earlier and I refrained from saying anything. She's talking about the video. I thought better to just let them shout into the abyss. But I do want to say I find it sad and quite frankly pathetic to see grown women behaving this way. Two out of two. I truly hope they find happiness elsewhere and not in the form of putting down other women of color. I would be embarrassed to behave this way. Peace and love to y'all. So she's annoyed. Holly Marie Combs sort of responds, not to this tweet, but just randomly in her own tweet. And she says, that's some bullshit. And a lot of it, clearly. People speaking, excuse me, typing, derogatory accusations of a person's character despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary because of a difference in opinions about a TV show is just plain wrong. And personal gain, honey. I don't even know what that means. It's not about, like, opinions about a TV show. If Mm. Holly Marie Combs doesn't think that, like, her and Rose McGowan saying that this show sucks without having seen it is 
a, is bad, like is is not uh, just an opinion about a show, then like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. They rebooted Charmed with a full cast with like people of color in it, like thoughtfully rebooted. It's more about like the kind of origin of Wiccan culture. Mom. It's yeah. got way more depth. I mean, I'm sorry. It's way more thought. Maybe you don't love it because it's not you. I mean, the original Charmed wasn't iconic or amazing anyways. I know we all like quote unquote <laughs> loved it because we like love, you know, we love anything that came out between the ages of like 10 and 16 or whatever that we saw at that time. But I'm just saying like it's, it is really stupid for her to kind of start a fight with these young people who are clearly still working. They are still mm-hmm. doing this show and you're not. It's a bad look. It's such a bad look. This old tweet that's in here too that she tweeted two years ago holly marie combs it says here's the thing until you ask us to rewrite it like brad kerr did weekly don't think about capitalizing on our hard work charmed belongs to the four of us our vast amount of writers crews and predominantly the fans fyi you will not fool them by owning a title slash stamp so bye holly marie combs needs a little lesson in ip law because that's not who owns it okay if you owned it you wouldn't be in the situation I know. and right recently now. she tweeted my charmed friends i would like this to stop truth be told and it will be told is that our issues were and are at the corporate level this is con this is actually just really condescending and we have the receipts just as a new cast were asked to be the people they were not we were given ultimatums that were crazily unfair and t- i will say to the ladies of the reboot stick together negotiate together okay then lead with that lead with that like they bank on division that is all it's like then she realized she was coming across that yeah she realized she was coming across as a nightmare and she completely changed her her direction so that she could be excused it just sucks because this woman like literally her whole a lot of her career banks on charmed nostalgia and like I'm sure a lot of the work that she does banks on charmed nostalgia, you know, and like people want to meet her and talk to her and all that because of loving that show. So the bl- so like to kind of blow it up in this way or at least try to is just very like. And Oof. I mean, it's especially disappointed because Rose McGowan is in the mix and like of all people who should realize like the fault lies in the anoint the terrible men at the top of the food chain. Like how is Rose McGowan not the one saying, Holly, you know what? Let's not take it out on these young women. Let's take it out on the people who, yeah. you know, gave us bad contracts. I'm telling deals. you, that's like, why Alyssa Milano's like, don't call me. Insane. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> like- <laughs> Alyssa Milano's like wearing her mesh mask somewhere else. She's like, I can't leave the house in this mask. So like, do not get me involved. Don't call me. <laughs> I watched it. Whatever. I watched it. Don't, don't, you know. Shannon Doherty. We didn't mention Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty has been fully supportive. Like, Shannon Doherty's in a very, like. Shannon Doherty's, like, fighting cancer for the she's past, fighting like, cancer. five years. She has years. other things to she's deal with. Busy. So she's just, like. Being She's just, like, Shannon Doherty. much love to these women. Also, much what's wild is, like, you really do, out of the f- charmed women, it's so funny to me that you have r- the most kind of, like, loud controversial women you have Alyssa Milano you have Rose McGowan and you have Mm -hmm. Shannon Doherty and the person who's the most annoying is Holly Combs in this Holly Marie Combs like out of all of these women it's just so it's just like it's so funny and like oh it just cracks me up Reba McIntyre has a new boyfriend yeah he's a toy boy though he's a toy boy his what is his name again? Rex Lynn. Rex Lynn. He's 63 years old. Rex Lynn. They're so happy. Closer Weekly is like, finally a story for us. Yeah, I know. Closer, They're head over heels Closer for each other. Weekly is like, if we can't get the exclusive on this, what can we get the exclusive on, you know? An estate sale? Oh, 
<laughs> a source told a source told Closer Weekly after Reba and Rex's first date, COVID hit, and they've been spending hours chatting on FaceTime because of social distancing and got to know each other that way. They can't wait to meet again and know it'll be so easy and magical. So they haven't seen each other since the pandemic began, so but they're romantic. still technically That's dating. so romantic. It's cute. I know. It's cute. Um, the only other thing that I really liked here, it says... Who is he? No, he's an actor. Oh, okay. So he's sort of like a small... He's like a small little TV actor. He's been on... Young Shelton. CSI Miami. Better Call Saul. He's been on Young Shelton. Better Call Saul. Um, he looks like... If you saw a photo of him, you'd be like, oh, he's one of those guys. You know? Oh, I know. He's one of those guys who could play someone's... Yeah. He could play someone's grandpa. He could play someone's neighbor. He could play someone's boss. He could play like an annoying guy you yeah. work with. I do love that Reba's ex was named Skeeter and now her boyfriend's named Rex. Like Reba really mm-hmm. knows how to pick him. <laughs> and her new boyfriend. Who are these men? <laughs> his, her new boyfriend is a duck calling champion. No. Yeah. <laughs> he was f- ranked fourth nationally in the art of duck calling in 1986. <laughs> if that's not a Reba, like if that doesn't get Reba going, I don't know Reba that well. Oh, yeah. It does. I'm trying to find the the line. Oh, here it is. This other source. uh, The source just kept on gabbing to closer. (laughs) Reba may have split up with Skeeter, who she really thought was a keeper, but she didn't show any signs of sadness. Don't shed any tears for Reba. Single or attached, there's no stopping her. So this just fully sounds like Reba's writing lyrics (laughs) or like writing a new theme song to her new sitcom. That's these are this is basically like you could replace this with the I'm a survivor lyrics from the Reba theme song and you'd have another show. Hello, fellow bird people. I'm back. Back this year in the domicile of two of the greatest birdologists, not just in North America, but in the world. Scott and Bonnie of Wild Wings. And speaking of Wild Wings, LA Magazine just rated them the number one go-to establishment for your wild bird needs. How about that? But that's not why I'm here. I'm here again this year to encourage you non-believers to get your Orioles in your backyard. You gotta do it. They will come, I promise you. Build it and they will come. But if you're gonna build it, you gotta build it with the right stuff. Yeah, gotta love um, Reebok. And her yeah. new boyfriend, Rex Lynn. Rex Lynn. Yeah, she's also gonna be in the new Fried Green Tomatoes show. Of course, see she is. Anyway. Great. A lot of dating news as usual. Uh, Kelly Osbourne's dating a TikTok star. Maybe not dating. Was yeah. seen like going to Craig's with a TikTok star. I just love that the the two the TikTok star that she was seen going to dinner with used to date Charlie D'Amelio's the, sister. Uh, the other D'Amelio. Like what? Oh. The other? Uh, I can't even get into who that is. Like I guess that's all that is. It's Charlie D'Amelio's sister, Dixie D'Amelio. Okay. That's all she is. Right. Speaking of people dating less famous people's less famous exes. <laughs> Diddy is dating Brian Austin Green's ex, who was just described as a fitness model. Her name is Tina Louise. What's really also funny is that I'm pretty sure we mentioned this because he went on like one date with her or something. Like it wasn't even like his ex. Like he, it was part of the big Brian Austin Green rebound from Megan Fox where he like went on a slew of dates Mm -hmm, with like Courtney mm -hmm. Stodden and like all these other women. This was one of the women. Her name is Tina Louise. She is a fitness model. She owns a taco store. She uh, does fitness and health content i think she's like vegan that's part of her thing anyways they were seen smooching on the beach which like they put like a towel over their heads and it's like honey i can see i can still see you (laughs) like you definitely i don't 
It makes for funny photos, though. The photos of the towel over them. That's good. I That's do... almost like more interesting than photos of just their faces. I also love that a bunch of kids came up and were like, did he take a picture with us and made her take the photo, which is like classic, <laughs> less famous person problems, you know? They're so thrilled. They have no interest in this woman. Yeah, in case you're wondering, she is not the Tina Louise that was on Gilligan's Island. That's a different Tina Louise. She is 86 years old. Oh, she's not? (laughs) She's not Ginger. She's still kicking? Tina Louise is still kicking? Oh, yeah, she's alive. Ginger. Ginger. She's Ginger. Ginger. Oh, hi, Gilligan. You're just in time. What am I? A girl. (laughs) Oh, I'm a tree. I'm doing an acting exercise, and I'm imagining that I'm a tree. Oh, well, seeing that you're busy, I'll come back later. Maybe next summer when the leaves are out. <laughs> Anyways, this, wow. is, this is not Ginger, in case you're confused. In case you were like, Tina Louise, that sounds familiar. No, this is a different Tina Louise. She was the uh, the movie star? The movie star. Yeah. Because it's like, there's Gilligan, the skipper too, the millionaire, his wife, the movie star. Yeah, she's the movie star. Ginger was the, the professor movie Professor Anne, Marianne. Marianne was the, gor- was the girl next door. Ginger show. was the... You di- you hate it? You watched that show? Hated that show. I guess it was on Nick at Night. Well, it's like uh, there were, there was all those shows that like the Nick at Night shows that like are just... You don't have many channels so you just watch what's offered to you and it's like Gillen, Gilligan's Island was just always on in my, in my childhood on something. Like in the summers. And I was like, this show sucks. Yeah. She says... I'm Tina Louise, part-time model, animal lover, and part owner of Sugar Taco, an eco-friendly vegan <laughs> restaurant. And I'm like, what? I've never heard of this. Not that I live there anymore, but not. Th- Turns out this place is like a block from where I lived in LA. <laughs> Look, did you see the map? Oh, you should have stayed. You should have stayed. <laughs> I know. I know. I had so much ahead of me. I had no idea. Maybe it opened after I left. I don't know. But it looks fine. Looks good. Business owner. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you, of course, got the exclusive on their relationship, which is, quote, casual and, quote, fun. Diddy and Tina are having fun together. It's nothing serious. Diddy met Tina through friends. and They have been in touch through social media. They have been talking for weeks. While the source states that Diddy is definitely into her and loves her appearance. Okay, guys, they are both <laughs> keeping it casual. That is one of the worst source quotes. Learn how to speak. It's like... Okay, he thinks she's hot. We get it. She's literally a fitness model in like a tiny bikini on the beach with him. Clearly, he likes her, appa- her appearance. Um, Let's also not use the word appearance unless you're talking about like on a TV show or in I a know, movie. I know. And also in Diddy News. On a podcast. He launched some kind of like voting thing or whatever. And of course, Aubrey O'Day popped up and was like... Diddy has mismanaged artists and stolen their money his whole career, including Danity Kane. Now he is showing up with 18 days left before the election to get Trump out of office. When I was on Apprentice, Trump used to tell me daily how him and Puff are good friends. First of all, you literally dated Donald Trump Jr. and said that he was your soulmate. Where is this coming? How is this a real tweet that I'm reading right now, whether or not it's true? You know what I mean? Crazy. I think that Aubrey O'Day is like, Filled with contradictions as a personality, <laughs> yeah. but also like I believe all of them. That's what so I'm like she's, she's Aubrey, she's completely credible. But I'm also like, what is not being said here is also important. <laughs> right, she's credible, but she's also like, um, yeah, cut me saying that. Um, You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the other thing is it's. If you don't think that Diddy just is friends with other rich people, then you don't have not been paying attention to Diddy's career. Because of course, for the he, past 20 years. of course, he liked Trump before, you you know, like, of, of course. Right. Like, of course, Trump thought that Diddy and him were good friends. Diddy loves anyone with money. Like, I'm sure I'm sure it was I'm sure they had a great relationship. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of great relationships, Bella Hadid's dating the guy who was on the cover of Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell album, who happens to be the grandson of Jack Nicholson. Okay, but they're maybe Bella not Hadid dating. is dating. They're maybe not dating. Oh, they're not dating? <laughs> but I wanted her to be dating Duke Nicholson. I know. Well, somebody did say, oh, they're dating. And so then homeboy they can't, like, like get it? Yeah, I guess he can't. You know what? I'm cool with it, and I don't mind dirty sneakers, but you better they better be fresh, okay. you know? If homeboy is coming through with these, right. it's quiet. Yeah, no, right. it's quiet for him. But like, if he comes through in like these, yeah. you got some Air Maxes out here. Yeah. You got some Jordans. Homeboy's gonna like get it. Remember that was the first time we heard Bella's voice, and we were like, oh my god. <laughs> I remember the first time we heard Gigi's voice. Both of them like didn't have like we no one knew their voices until they did, and they were unexpected. They're not dating. They met once through mutual friends and have not been in touch since. That's so rude. <laughs> I just can't believe the hottie from the Norman fucking Rockwell cover is back to haunt us with like by doing other things like maybe dating Bella Hadid. I'm just surprised it took this long. I thought that that cover would actually not to sound crazy. I thought he would actually get a, a good bit of it of sort of like modelly casual dating Craig's right, attention right. for that but cover. You and love he that. We also love that album. So we're a little bit we're a little biased. Love the album. Unfortunately, we love that album, <laughs> Lana. Ugh. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because uh, I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy 
some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know. you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. What's next here? Ugh. Oh, these are... So I, I just want to... I just want to... This is a lesson in rumor A lot of rumors on this episode. Okay. A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors denied. Here's another one that got denied, and I actually do believe the denial. And we will talk about stuff that's just rumored, right? And we'll say, like, hey, this is from Star Magazine. They print a lot of, like, lies. (laughs) This source seems sus. This, you know, I whatever. Like, obviously, it is not below us to talk rumors. But I will say there is a certain private Instagram account that people are talking about that is doing a lot of gossip stuff. Hey, some of it, it's directly from the people. It's unverified. So you're getting a lot of, like, hey, I met this person at a... At a Red Lobster in uh, Nevada, and they were, or I don't know, and they were nice to me. And oh, I met that person at a Red Lobster in Oregon, and they weren't nice to me. And so you're getting a lot of that. And to me, that is very exhausting to be reading. So I don't necessarily keep up with this Instagram. Sometimes people share stuff with us. Sometimes it is good. Sometimes it is like literally a blind item about somebody. Be, again, being nice to some, like of celebrity being nice to someone, mm-hmm. which I find exhausting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this rumor surfaced on this Instagram that Noah Centineo, a.k.a. Um, everybody's favorite former internet boyfriend to all the boys I loved before, Woke Bay, Noah Centineo, and Stassi, not Vanderpump Rules Stassi, Kylie Jenner's best friend slash twin Stassi, who were, Stassi was in Vegas with Kylie for Cardi B's mm-hmm. birthday party, Whatever that, whatever that was. And then everyone was like, oh, while they were there, Stasi and Noah Centineo got married. Like, eloped. Uh. Which is like, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, were they even dating? Like, I guess they'd exchanged flirty Instagram comments. Like, the evidence was like that she was in Vegas and she was wearing a ring on her wedding ring finger. But like, she could just be wearing a, wear- a ring. They had flirted on Instagram in a way that was like a little bit like we know each mm-hmm. other, implying. And it was on this gossip Instagram, which I don't necessarily trust fully. Of course, it gets reported vaguely, but it actually did not get widely covered. Like it because only got it's about covered Noah like... Centineo and Stassi, baby. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I feel like I feel like it kind of was squashed really quickly because it didn't get like it got covered by like the Daily Mail and Cosmo wrote it up, and then they of course Cosmo, which is like not reputable, but they definitely have people internally, and publicists would call them and say like this isn't true. I don't know. It just feels like they're a little bit somewhat above the fray or at least they should be but they're obviously also doing celebrity gossip uh news because people click on it anyways they write this whole thing and it says update 2 p.m 
False alarm people, our own trusted sources clarify there is not merit to this Noah Stasi elopement rumor. So everyone can stop spiraling and start focusing on mm-hmm. more pressing matters. Like where to buy a Biden fly swatter. This happened, I guess, right after the the debate with the fly or whatever. But what's interesting is like they leave the whole post up. So it's like the post itself, the headline is Noah Centineo and Stasi eloped in married Vegas rumors. And it's like, okay, well, you I mean, it's whatever. The whole thing is it seems to me that it's very it's much not, not a, thing. a thing. It's not a thing. Well, no. Right? They didn't get right? married. I feel like it's not a thing. Because if it was a thing, it would have kept going anyways. And also I I'm very much I'm very much side eye at the at the gossip account, which is called De Moi, if you haven't heard of it. Uh and it has some fun stuff going on. It's but it's, it's as they it's say, fun. Purely it should just be. It should not be believed. <laughs> so they don't you get should, sued. <laughs> you should, if you want to follow that account, like have a good time, have a laugh. But like, I don't believe most of it. I just, I don't. There's just so much, you know. Like I read blinds too. There's a reason mm-hmm. why they're blind because a lot of times they're not true. And then when something is blind and not true, it's very easy to mm-hmm. move past it. That site's not going to mm-hmm. get in trouble. You know what I mean? All right. We're probably going to cut. Moving we're on. We're probably going to cut this. But Rob Rue got a divorce. Rob, Rue, Why are we Rob Rue got divorced from his wife with whom he was together for like years and years and years and years and years. This isn't interesting. Rob Riggle who, Tiffany Riggle who, we, we don't care about them. I just like, what took me out was <laughs> this line from the People story about it. It said, her latest film, The World with Grandpa, which also stars Robert De Niro and Uma Thurman, was released earlier this month. That's like the that's like how the story ends. And I was like, oh, she's in The War with Grandpa. The War with Grandpa is the movie that dethroned Tenet from the U.S. box office <laughs> like a week ago. Meanwhile, it's like There's how like many movies, movies even are there in the in the running? It's like The War with Grandpa and Tenet were the There's only like movies. movies. So War with Grandpa was number one after Tenet. <laughs> like Tenet bumped down to number two. No one cared about Tenet anymore. Everyone wants to see War with Grandpa. It made like $30 and it instantly became number one at the box office because it made $30. War with Grandpa has this fraught history where it was supposed to come out like War with Grandpa. Grandpa. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? And Uma Thurman's mom. (laughs) War with Grandpa? Grandpa's dating a cashier at a grocery store who's played by Jane Seymour. This cast is insane. And it was supposed to be a Weinstein Company movie. And then, they, like, everything got derailed. And so for two years, it's just been sitting around. And they were like, well, and, and the, literally, it takes Time a, to release it takes War a with pandemic Grandpa. to get this movie in theaters. I just, like, cannot believe the story around this movie. Anyway, I, I found this review from Jude Dry of IndieWire. D-plus review. It says, the killer cast is sorely wasted on an utterly inane script about a spoiled kid who inexplicably decides he hates his very nice grandpa. <laughs> So let me get this straight. You want me to help you and your buddies to help beat up your grandson and his buddies because the two of you can't figure out some way to live in the same house? Well, when you put it like that... I'm in. More relationship news. John Cena married Shay Shariatsaday. Um, she has beauty and brains. We've talked about them before. They're boring. We have. Jana beauty Kramer brains. is the more interesting thing. This is... This is like not to throw this word around. This is like... Is, in, is so insufferable. These two. These two are... Jenna Kramer, country singer, Mike Cawson, sport, uh, sport, sport, sport. I feel like I talked about them so much and yet I still don't know Jenna what they Kramer do. Jenna Kramer is... Um, what is he? She's a country singer and she was on One Tree Hill. Oh, Mike Cawson is sport. He's football sport. Yeah. He's football. These two have been 
breaking up and getting back together and like normally if that was just the case I would just be like this is really sad like they're really going through it I hope that they you know they have kids like I hope they get through it but these two not only have a podcast on which they talk about this every week every single piece of press that they get which they definitely go they go to to get is about this and they released a fucking book about this relationship, their relationship called mm-hmm. The Good Fight, wanting to leave, choosing to stay, and the powerful practice for loving faithfully. But clearly this woman is not in the space that this book claims because literally it's getting written up in Us Weekly that on her podcast she talked about the fact that like she got a DM about him cheating again and then she like was looking for his like fake second phone and this is all on their podcast and I'm listening to it being like please kill me please kill me please kill me seriously and it's getting written up and they I mean I just feel like every three months these two have another article at least for the past like four years they have been making news for separating getting back together he cheats she takes him back he reveals that he's addicted to sex she takes him back like it's it's fully at least four years of this sort of coverage. It's always that they broke up and but got back what's together. Like, but I guess what's interesting slash really upsetting about it is it's not like just a woman taking a man back who's cheating. It's a woman taking a man back who's cheating mm-hmm. for content. Like it's not just about like for the kids or for the relationship or she really loves them. It's because literally these two have like built careers on this their podcast and their book like on like yeah. forgiving cheating yeah like on forgiving for cheating like Jana Kramer reveals she's thankful why she's thankful for her husband's affairs Jana Kramer and Mike Cousin celebrate fourth anniversary of his cheating calling it discovery mm-hmm. day discovery day what on dancing with the stars we've seen country singer Jana Kramer gliding across the floor and also Opening up about some wrenching moments in her personal life, including, she says, infidelity from her current husband. <laughs> you got a great podcast as well, um, where I know you, you talked about everything. We, including... yeah, my husband and I, are, he's my yeah. co-host on, the, on Wind Down, and we're, we, I mean, we're open book. Take us back to the moment you found out. My girlfriend, she was the one that came to me and said, your husband's cheating on you. And my jaw just dropped to the floor, and I FaceTimed him and said, you know, you have about five minutes to get your story straight. <laughs> Actress Jana Kramer and former NFL player Mike Cawson seem to have it all. The Hollywood couple is all smiles on the red carpet and on social media. Those beaming photos showing their loving and growing family. But behind that public image is a deeply personal battle the couple is now sharing for the first time. Jana, uh, Becca J34 wants to know if you regret sharing any of the intimate details of your relationship with the public or has putting it all out there helped you both heal? There are times when I definitely regret it um, just because I recently got a DM in my Instagram saying that my husband cheated on me again. Jana Kramer may have forgiven her husband, Mike Cawson, for his past infidelity, but that doesn't mean she'll be hiring a hot nanny anytime soon. On Monday, the country star and mom of two revealed on her podcast that she was currently searching for a nanny online. I mean, yeah, they've they found a way to to monetize monetize cheating. And I think even the way the book is called The Good Fight, which is like an explicit reference to the fact that like they've had to fight to keep their marriage alive. Like, I'm I'm actually interested in I don't want to buy it. But I'm interested in reading, and I might see if it's on at the, in the library, because I'm like, how do they, 
Because it must truly be about, you know, they just really love the idea of marriage. Because otherwise, why would you stay with this person? They just must love the idea of marriage for some reason. Like, does it get religious? I just, I just, I just think, I just think it's like, it's, it fuels this expertise in a niche that these two now have created for themselves, which is like, what happens when a guy cheats on you all the time and then wants to talk mm -hmm. about it in depth with you and stay with you, but still also continue to be shady. Like, but you don't, but it, like, I'm just saying this is like truly for the, for the ground. Yeah. This whole thing feels so. And I just don't, I don't expect it. Just me. It's one of those things like relate. It's like people love tweeting, you know, screenshots from that relationship subreddit. You know, people love that shit, even though I, I yeah. truly just don't yeah, believe yeah, any yeah. of it. Like, I'd never believe those screenshots. They're yeah, just fanfic. So fake. Like, people are sure. fascinated by how people manage relationships, fanfic, you know? I can get wanting to... I just don't... I don't think I'm going to get truth here is what I'm saying. You know, like, I don't think she's going to be honest with us. Right. And I'm like... And I'm like reading the reviews of this podcast being like, who listens to this? And this one comment just says, major yikes, no amount of podcast ads is worth this level of toxicity. That's got to be true, right? Like, how much are they making off of this extremely personal podcast in which they air mm -hmm. everything to strangers and it's all stuff like i i got a dm he cheated and so i i searched the whole house for his second cell phone that this person mm -hmm. claimed he had it's like that cannot be fun for a life to have that even after you wrote the book on it essentially you're yeah. still down to do that these using that the 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 word forgiveness like oh but it's about it's about forgiveness we love books about forgiveness these days it's like okay okay yeah. or in Catherine Schwarzenegger no this is about it's all about forgiveness it's all about forgiveness but also when 2fab.com is writing up your fourth anniversary of cheating celebration called discovery day I'm just like what but enough about boring bad relationship news I have a GC3z for you it's the GC3z row I'm not even joking. And do robots go a toilet? Because I don't fancy picking up their poop. No, definitely not. No, they might run out of battery, but they definitely don't need to use the toilet. Well, that is one of my bonus points for having a robot after a boyfriend because you don't have to clear the mess up after them after they've been to the toilet. So you can program a robot to cuddle you, kiss you, hoover, run you a bath, Cook your sausage and mash. I mean, it's the dream. And it's probably cheaper than having a boyfriend. So, GC is back. She's she, been obsessed she with loves robots, robots recently. She did an entire episode about robots. She had on a robot expert. Asked him so many questions about the future of robots. She wants to be on the top of the list for all new robots. And part of me is thinking, because of this next story that we're going to segue into so naturally and easily, that she's about to do Spawn for Gita. And this is all just a long con. <laughs> that... She knows Gita is coming. She's going to do these exact same photos. Yeah, but she wants Gita to do to the Hoover to her. Hoover for her. She wants she, she wants this robot to like cuddle and kiss her and this robot I think just carries your shit to the grocery store and back. It's not like not it's not the robot Gemma that, will that, take that Gemma it. has Gemma been envisioning. Gemma will take it. I mean, she just like it doesn't kiss. Like that's all she that says she, she wants, wants to know. She says she wants a George Clooney robot with with abs. And the guys like, "Yeah, that can probably happen." Okay. Yeah, this is a robot that's like a it's like an igloo cooler on a wheel. It's not really doing Sounds the great. job. 
the reason why we're talking about this robot is because Taryn Manning, uh, <laughs> Orange is the New Black, Taryn Boom Manning, uh, what else? Taryn Manning, Cat, we love her yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she is doing Spawn for this robot that carries your groceries, a, a self-rolling robot that is that carries things for you. Um, and somehow amid this promo, which, again, I can't even find the video that this is in. I was looking for it and couldn't find it, this, like, promo video, is that she says that she's been asked to do Dancing with the Stars, but she what she keeps saying no because it means you're a has-been. Meanwhile, she's literally doing Spawn for a robot that carries groceries in the video in which she calls Dancing with the Stars people's has-beens. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying that you're saying this and then you're saying a robot can carry four pounds of cargo and keep you company. Yeah. You and know? the Dancing with the Stars producers, anonymous Dancing with the Stars producers, told Page this? Six, she's lying. We would never ask her to do this. She asks us to be on it. And we said First no. First of all, the, the shadiest response from like an official. I mean, we know this is coming right from them. But this, like, from like Mrs. S- this is from like they- Mrs. ABC for sure. Taryn claims she's been asked to join the cast many times. However, we have never asked Taryn to be part of the show. Her representation attempted to pinch her. Her representation attempted to pitch her to us a while back, and we kindly passed. So her claim that she was asked to join Dancing with the Stars once, never mind many times, is completely false. And then they say, her thoughts that the contestants consist of has-beens seems to be her own projection onto talent we have asked to cast. Like, like, thank God for this story. The rest of today's news is just, like, such a bummer. I just, in a, in sponsored content for a robot that carries your groceries, Taryn Manning attacked Dancing with the Stars and then got and then got owned by the receipts Lindsay, you're being, or something. I mean, I guess we really You're being very receipts, narrow-minded but... when it comes to Gita, the robot that carries your stuff. It doesn't just carry groceries. It says, Gita is a following robot. It carries your stuff. So that you can walk outdoors for local uh-huh. errands and trips instead of driving or riding in cars. Stuff. Not just groceries. Okay. I can put, instead of a tote bag, I can put, you know, a water bottle in there. Put can some hand put like sanitizer in there? in there. Oh, okay. Some napkins, sure, straws. Sure, sure. I mean, it's it's made by the people who make Vespa. Like, it is like, I mean, to be fair to Taryn Manning, it's good spawn. Like, it's not a bad partnership for her. It's literally like a chic <laughs> Italian robot It's very thing. chic. It's extremely chic. Like Gemma Collins could be so lucky to get such a partnership. I'm just sort of like, you know, even just a how heavy is it? Model. Like, if I'm walking with Gita, could someone just run up, grab my Gita, and run away? Gita's not on a leash. Probably. Gita's a freak off a leash, is what Gita is. I do like that it's a cooler. Yeah. What if I was carrying? What if I was carrying my mirror ball trophy in there? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was? What if I was leaving Dancing with the Stars and I had to I put my Mirrorball trophy in my Gita and was like, follow me home. Someone could just I just like want to spend thirty two hundred dollars on this Gita just on the off chance I could have an interaction wherein I'm walking around with Gita, you pass me and you go, Hey Bobby, what's Gita up to? That's fun, right? I'd name it Gita Aura. <laughs> and then like Gita then Gita like explodes. <laughs> like <laughs> I definitely name it Gita Aura. Gita Aura. <laughs> Also, it could be Gita. It could we be just Gita, don't but know. we'd call her Gita because it would rhyme more with Rita. Yeah. One of the one of the Gita questions aura. on yeah, so this um, is... Gita's website is, how fast does Gita go? Gita operates at walking speeds up to six miles an hour. Can Gita follow me indoors? The Gita robot doesn't use GPS, so it can follow you indoors and outdoors. And then, is Gita safe? 
It says it's safe. Yeah. Oh, like it could run you over. It's lightweight. That would be scary. Rounded. It could definitely run. It could definitely run over like a small child. What if a small child got it? Wait, I'm sorry. What if a small child got in between you and Gita? And Gita's like trying to follow you and the kid gets in the way. It would just run that kid right over. I no? think these are questions Gita, Inc. does not want you asking. The photo of, of Tara Manning walking around with Gita is funny. And I suspect the first of many celebrities we are about to see walking around with their Gitas in Los Angeles, which is crazy. They couldn't do this in New York. Number one, there are too many people on the sidewalk. Too many people on the sidewalk. Gita, there's no space for Gita. I mean, also, Swipe again, Gita somebody, would, somebody would pick up Gita. It only makes and sense bye-bye. in LA because yeah, no Gita one's walking around. It's true. Gita would fit right in there. What else is on here? What's next? Oh, Banana Bonanza. Okay. D-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks. Only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. And a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. B E N A N A. Let's update their dossier. One bit of news, but it's worthy news. We had seen rumors that they had mm-hmm. fully broken up. Did you see those rumors? That the lack of photos no, of I the lack didn't of photos of them together were suggested as proof in the tabloids like the print tabloids she was on set she was doing re-recordings or what do you call ADR. it ADR when you tape your voice over the voice yeah she was doing ADR mm-hmm. for her Marilyn Monroe movie weren't there like videos of her being like diamonds <laughs> or whatever like that movie is about. whatever that movie's about <laughs> well now they've been photographed I mean I know it's about Marilyn they're Monroe they're back together for the first saying. time yeah. in a minute she shows up to his door, he opens the door, and he smiles. And he's wearing a shirt in Spanish because we all know that Ben Affleck is bilingual. I with Cuban slang on it, this not is the just most Spanish. Fucking planned shit. I mean, they haven't done a pop walk in a while, but this is as good as a pop walk because literally she looks directly at the camera. He comes to the door. He's wearing his shirt that's like a you know, a joke, a private joke with her or whatever. It's Unbelievable how these two make sure that there are photos of their brothers, you know? Gracias. I know the Daily Mail said, an internet search for the meaning behind this Cuban-Spanish word acere returns everything from buddy to an assortment of smelly monkeys. But aggregate the phase is used as a... Okay, like Daily Mail is like doing like a robot version of like trying to translate this. What does it mean? It's like an informal like, like greeting, like buddy, bud, hey, mate, like whatever. Apparently it's like... The African diaspora, a lot of people like at some point from this like one specific part of Africa, this one, uh, what is it from? Like they moved to Cuba and that was a word that was used in this other language. And then it just like kind of became this very specific Cuban Spanish word based out of a very specific group of people from Africa who moved to Cuba. Um, but. Okay. Also, I think Ben has worn yeah, this brand, Clandestina, which it says under it established 2011. He's worn this because we've talked about it. It's like a Cuban brand that clearly she told him about that he now owns every shirt from because that's he, he either wears this or Red Sox shirts. Yeah. That's it. That's why I'm saying it's like almost like a private joke between Ben and Ben and Anna, even though Ben, I don't even think speaks this type of like Cuban. Right, because he learns like, he, he learns Spanish not, in Mexico. Doesn't he have? He has a he has, he a has a, accent. Yeah, like yeah. he has like a different accent, right? But clearly, he's mm-hmm. like learning. 
He's learning Anna's and Cuban Spanish. It. Whatever. The point is, is it's like it's so for the cameras, it's unbelievable. So there we go. Photos of them. They're still together. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita up to, Lindsay? Well, she was seen in the recording studio with Louis Capaldi, who wrote How to Be Lonely. No, I never showed me How to Be Alone. How to Be Alonely. How to Be Alonely. Yeah, I don't know if that song was like as big as well, some it other came out in March. songs, but he did <laughs> it write came out it. In March. And it got, got, I know it got them some. Bu- it got her some buzz, or got because it got her buzz because he yeah. wrote it. I think, and then also it was and like there was decent. A They're writing together again. Yeah, yeah. and she. Also hung out with Chris Brown. Although I will say this Daily Mail article gives is a little bit rude in that it says that Chris Brown joined Rita Ora and his ex-girlfriend out at a thing. But I think that they were all just at the same thing. Like it says Chris Brown had familiar company on Wednesday evening as he made an appearance in Soho at with ex-girlfriend Amika Harris uh-huh. and their young son Aiko. The group rubbed shoulders with Rita Ora before making separate exits from a venue in central London enclave and making their way towards Hmm. respective cabs. Which is interesting because when Rita Ora left the club, she like fully hid her face, which like, girl, we know it's you. And she never does that. So I was a little bit like, okay, so maybe she knew that she should not have been hanging out with Chris Brown. Not a good look. Because only a few days later, there were reports from the Daily Mail that Adele had been hanging out with Chris Brown, which, by the way, she's like literally suing the Daily Mail for saying that she hung out with Chris Brown. Threatening to sue them. Threatening to sue them. Threatening to sue. Threatening to sue them, which I guess is as good as suing because you just Mm -hmm. want the information out there that you didn't hang out with Chris Brown and it's a lie. But now I'm so I'm kind of like trying to give Rita the benefit of the doubt. But you know what? It's Rita. I'm sure she was hanging out with Chris Brown. Who am I kidding? Like, we know this woman. Like, we know. Her hiding, her hiding her face, like this woman is a, is a friend to the pops. She would not hide her face. Right? Totally. No, she doesn't do this. She also put on a very busty display and a black dress Um, with bold cutout as she enjoyed lunch outing with pals. And I was like, let me see this busty display. It's a busty display. It's very much a (laughs) busty display. Why would you doubt her? Catching the eye. Why would you doubt her? Rita Ora put on an eye-catching display on Sunday afternoon when she took to Instagram to share a snap of herself putting in a busty display and a black gown. She also posted the weirdest thing. She reshared so this strange. like Instagram that like it's so strange. She's reshared this Instagram account that's like obviously like a like a Rita fan account, but they're Elena fan account or they're like a Rita slash Elena Elena's fan underscore account, fave. Whatever. Elena's her sister. Um, and the person decided it'd be fun to face app mash up Rita and Elena, who are sisters' faces. Yeah, or that's something, all it is. And wrote, I'm bored. Here's Rita and Elena morphed together. And then Elena wrote, ha ha ha, OMG, so weird. And Rita shared it. Which is like, <laughs> what? If you want to know. Why would you mash you and your if you know sister's what, face? That's if just you want to know what it looks face. like whenever Rita and Elena Aura's faces are mashed up, the answer is Jesse Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, kind of looks like Mora from Love, Love Island. I see Jesse well, Nelson. To me. 
who also put on a busty display recently. She put on a busty display and a black crop top as she posed in a sultry snap after Little Mix, Cole, and the Search live shows were postponed. Oh, okay. Good to know. Thank, <laughs> Glad that she was also happened to be right there when you were mentioned her name. Oh, my <laughs> Baleg day. Baleg day, we're over. You know? <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619 Who Them with questions, comments, and concerns. We'll be back on Friday with an episode of Who's There. Support us on patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. And that is it. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. You will drain us. Oh, my